What's up, my fatigued friends? We are back with Girls Gone Tired with Riley and Sam. And as you know from previous episodes, we're going to jump right into how fucking tired we are this week. So Sam, on a scale of 1 through 10, how fucking tired are you? Honestly, I feel like pretty mentally alive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I would say probably like a... Three out of ten tired. Only because I've had an interesting week. I honestly can't remember a whole lot of it, but we played a lot of sports this week. We did pickleball, we did volleyball, we hung out by the pool. So I just feel like a little sun drained. Um, but yeah, no, I think three out of ten. I'm feeling pretty good. No complaints. How about you? Same. I'm actually like really awake which is so surprising for me because I feel like I'm like constantly low-key dying on the inside Mm -hmm. but I would say a three for me as well like this week we recently started like a new work schedule where we all get to work one day from home and oh my god it's been a game changer like it's literally my day's Tuesday and it's like a reset so I know like I just have to get through Monday and then I get to like sleep in a little bit later and wake up a little bit later on Tuesday and then it's like all right let's do this and I only have three days left of the week so it's just like honestly the best thing (laughs) that I've been gifted in a while I'm so thankful I love that but (laughs) (laughs) you gotta take the little wins as they come but yeah this weekend oh my god it's so crazy to me so we've been in Oregon for almost a year now and I can finally say that like I feel comfortable living in Oregon and like that may not sound normal for some people but like it's just been like a real struggle for me after moving here I just didn't really know the area and like I don't know it was just it was different than when I moved to Colorado like Mm -hmm. Colorado instantly felt like home I can't really explain it and I think it may be because we had friends from our hometown that lived in Colorado with us so it was very easy to adapt and we automatically had friends and like things to do but with Oregon it was like I've never even really been to this state I don't know anything about it and like I don't know anyone here so it was just a culture shock in a way to me so like for the first time this weekend I was like I'm gonna go to the mall and like go shopping without Garrett and like oh my god I had the best time ever that makes me so happy for you that seriously is really big because you yeah a rough time I know and like a lot of people don't know but I will kind of talk about that in later episodes I'm sure but I just have like a real fear of like going out in public and it's been really hard for me and I don't I think it was just because I just didn't know the areas well Mm -hmm. enough so like now that it's been a year, like I'm like, okay, I have my route that I drive on that like I feel comfortable with. I'm very like, like everything has to be planned out Mm -hmm. for me to feel comfortable. And like, I have to go to the store at certain times of the day. So like, everything is just very calculated for me. So like going to the mall by myself, I was like, the first time ever not nervous to do that and it was like so exciting because I actually prefer doing things by myself Mm -hmm. like I don't really like when someone comes along especially like a boyfriend because I feel like you you're not gonna like shop the same way that you would shop if you were by yourself when you have someone with you because they kind of just like drag along yeah you feel bad 
Right. And like you feel guilty for spending money, even though like Garrett literally gave me money to go spend, to go shop. And I was like, oh, like, you know, like you just don't want that person like hovering over your shoulder while you're making those decisions. But I swear like shopping for a vacation because we're going to Havasu for Memorial Day is like the best re-energizer for me like Mm -hmm. it's so exciting I feel like I'm almost more excited to go shopping for a vacation than I am to go on the actual vacation like there is something about buying new clothes buying bathing suits like just getting yourself in the mindset of fuck yeah like I'm about to go on vacation and I'll just get to relax and like I don't know it just does something for my soul well and then when you get there on vacation too you feel so confident in all your outfits because you're like man this right. is <laughs> yep you're like I know I look good mm-hmm. like but um yeah so I went shopping and like the mall that we have by our house is like really nice and it kind of reminds me of like South Coast Plaza and like that kind of vibe But I was like, okay, like, it's not around the holidays. No one's going to be there. I'm going to go, like, right when it opens. No. Like, the mall is the place to be. Like, (laughs) so many people, all these families. It's, like, the place that people go to. And maybe it was just because it was the first hot weekend. So everyone's like, oh, got to buy summer clothes now. Everyone was there. So I was like, okay, like, this is a lot. But then I went to like Abercrombie and Fitch to return something. And there was this group of four girls. You know those girls that like, they're not necessarily your vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you probably want to vibe with them based off how they talk. But like, you're very intrigued in their conversation. Like, you still want to hear everything they have to say. Yeah. So they were like talking about like some wedding drama. And then next thing you know it, I'm like following them around the store. Because I'm like fully invested (laughs) in their conversation because it was just like so much drama in this wedding and like one of the girls was so pissed off that this other girl like couldn't make a decision for her bachelorette party and then they were like gonna have a talk at brunch and like all this stuff so I'm like oh my god I'm like fully invested and like for a second forgot that like this is real life and these are real people and like you thought it was like a reality tv show yeah or like I just listened to so many podcasts now so I'm like, oh, what? Like, you're telling a story? I want to hear. I miss having friends. Like, I feel like it just sucks to, like, not have, like, a group of girlfriends, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, like, I haven't done that in so long, just gone to the mall with my group of girlfriends and, like, talked about shit. So it made me kind of sad. But then I, like, went to this other store that Garrett's mom told me about. It's called Altered State. Have you heard I, of that store? Yeah, we have Altered State here. I Their store, oh, my God, their stuff is really cute. Yes. And, like, so I just didn't know, like, really what that store was. I knew it was, like, country girl outfit. And I, like, walked in. And it was, like, I was just listening to all these conversations in the store. And they had this, like, wall of you know the stanley cups yeah so they had like a whole wall of them and so this mom was like do you think those are like the real stanley cups to her daughter and her daughter's like oh i don't know i think they're cute and she's like yeah but we don't drink anything but stanley cup because like we don't do anything that's not name brand and i was just like dying because at the end of the day like that mom she was like the type of people that i grew up with and like hung out with so i was laughing because I'm like dude fucking like I these are the type of people I hang out with but at the same time I'm like you are not a vibe (laughs) 
like, you are too much. The fact that you just said that and like her daughter was just like, yeah, like I know, like we would never buy those. And it's just like, what? (laughs) I don't know. It's just like social media has taken over this world in the sense of like how influenced people are and like the fact that like people are so about like name brand shit and like they can't be seen with something other than like what's known. Right. Because they have to keep up, like, their status of, like, who they are as a person. So, I don't know. It's just so crazy to me. No, I agree. But that does bring up two really important questions or statements. I don't know. First off, do you have a Stanley Cup? No, because it's really bad to drink out of a straw. It gives you these wrinkles that you do not want. So no, I don't. I don't drink out of it mainly because it has a straw. (laughs) I don't have a Stanley Cup either. I've definitely been tempted a time or two. It's so hard. That's, I think, the tricky part with social media because you're being inundated with the same messaging over and over and over again. So it's so hard to not be like fuck, I need a Stanley Cup. I Everybody has a Stanley right. Cup. I'm the only person in the world who doesn't have a Stanley Cup. <laughs> so I think that's what makes social media so hard because you're just like constantly like, oh shit, to keep up with the Joneses, I got to do this, this, and this. But no, um, I'm glad we both don't have Stanley Cups. Let's stay firm. First one to buy a Stanley Cup loses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's funny too because... I'm not on social media anymore. Like I only have Facebook and yeah, it's like targeted ads, but it's not like influencers in the wild. Like you're not seeing all these people like shoving product down your throat. So it's been so nice for me because I feel like I'm just like kind of coming into my own and being the person I want to be and I'm wearing the things I want to be. And I don't know any of the trends. I only know based on what I see in a store Mm -hmm. and I like kind of stick true to myself. But with you, like you still have Instagram, like what is it like? Like is it still (laughs) like very (laughs) influential, like central where you're like just constantly like there's all these things that come in and out? Because I feel like that's such a thing where it's like everyone's doing this and then no one's doing it. And it's just like, how do you keep up? No, I think it's worse now, especially with like Instagram reels and TikTok, because the videos, first of all, they're so short, they're good at catching your attention span still. And then like, okay, so something that's really popular is like people's daily routines, like get ready with me. And it- Oh, I've heard that. Yeah. And it puts you (laughs) into the situation where you're like, oh, this product looks nice. Like a lot of them. So for example, it's like facial skincare routines and you're like, well, fuck, I don't use X, Y, or Z. Like for example, vitamin C serum. I didn't ever think about that. And now guess who's using vitamin C serum every day? Like it's so (laughs) stupid. And- I sometimes you do notice a difference but sometimes it's just like (laughs) so hard to not buy just everything you see because you're like oh that's clearly making this person's life better but who knows they're probably getting paid for that I mean most of them probably are so yeah no it's an interesting time I will say when I had my surgery and I was like out for a week it sucked because I couldn't do much and so I was sitting on the couch just like going through reels I can't tell you so my way to like curb online shopping is I will put things into my save for later and be like if I really want it I'll go back for it but the problem is there's like 200 things sitting in my save for later (laughs) a lot of those were from when I was sitting on the couch because I was just like watching all these videos and it's girls who are like living that 
perfect like what is it clean girl vibe I don't know what it is right oh yeah everything seems so put together and their life seems so easy and relaxing but it's like that's not fucking real (laughs) well that's even like honestly I had to get off social media because I feel like it was my escape from reality but then it just became like oversaturated with so many things like politics became a thing after COVID happened. And then like all these movements became a thing. And then just all these influencers came out of nowhere. And it was just like constantly ads of selling you things. And it was just like, I can't get a break. Like I actually came on social media to see like, where are people traveling to? Where are people eating at? Because like, that was always what interested me. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Like I want to go there. So it was kind of like my segue into finding cool spots to take pictures at and things like that. But then it just became like this fake thing that everyone was like just posting fake stuff all the time. And like they were going to these places, but not really like living in the moment. They were just like taking photos. And I, I got caught up in that. And like, I noticed that like the people I was trying to surround myself with weren't necessarily good real friends we were all out for that Instagram photo or something like that you know like it just wasn't like I was building like real friendships and I think it's so crazy to think about how we made friends like back in the day compared to how people make friends now like I almost feel like friendship is now like a business transaction in a sense if you're like Mm -hmm. highly invested into your social media and I'm just like I'm not that is not my vibe. I've been on Bumble BFF trying to find friends and things like that. And it's just like, fuck, like I want more friends, but I don't feel like I vibe with today's generation <laughs> of people. Like, I, am I crazy well, for saying hard. that? I just don't know. No, no. And here's, okay, quick side note on social media when it comes to the shopping too. I agree. Like social media was intended to keep people connected and like for you to see like what your friends were up to. But now it's like you get two posts right. of like from your actual friends and then you get an advertisement and you have to scroll through like four different ads and a meme before you can get to your actual friend content, which I think is just so crazy and welcome to consumerism and capitalist America. But uh, <laughs> have you heard of Be Real? Yes. So I heard that it's like an app where it randomly will send you like a notification or something. And then it tells you take a photo of what you look like or something. And then like you have friends on it or something like that. Like I don't have How do you keep up with that? Take a picture. I mean, I don't have it. I just learned about it a couple weeks ago. And I guess I was behind because like they were just like, you don't know what Be Real is? And I'm like, no, I really don't. (laughs) But um, yeah, so you like take a picture of you and then take a picture of what you're seeing I I think it's kind of cool at first I was like that is the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard and then I was like you know what though like you said Instagram and things like that have just become so inauthentic and it's just like creating a moment for the picture itself and you're not actually living in it so I do kind of like the idea of like just live your life and then you have to take a picture and that could be you like sitting on the shitter I don't know Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of want to give it a try just to see what it's like. But honestly, I just don't need more social media in my life. So here we are. Um, okay, real quick. I yeah. have one other question for you because you were talking about how you were watching or stalking those girls. And um, 
I was thinking about this when you were sharing this because I've thought about this a lot. So you remember in our early 20s, there was always something like exciting happening. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I just feel like our lives at that time, just like the craziest stuff would happen. And you like always had a story to tell from the weekend. And it's like weird stuff too. Like I ran into my ex's best friend and this happened and then I reconnected with this person and it's just like the craziest shit would happen and it was constant and it was just like your story was like a constant drama itself you know like you're constantly entertained by your own life and what I will say about getting older is I just feel like some there are some days most days I'm good with it but some days I'm like man I just kind of missed the drama of those days do you ever find yourself feeling that way because it's like man I just missed like even when we were talking about our weekends I'm just like meh played pickleball like hung out by the pool that's about it (laughs) no yeah it's it's definitely the same for me like I've definitely seen like the shift in my life where it's like not really much is going on on the weekends I don't (laughs) I don't necessarily have like FOMO because I'm like constantly thinking of like what do I have to do next week and like I just I enjoy like just sitting on the couch and binge watching Netflix versus like in my 20s. I was like, where are we going this weekend? Oh, we're going to Vegas. Oh, we're going to San Diego. Like I was constantly just on the move. Like where's the next best place to go? Who are we meeting? And like I I just was never like tired and I just wanted to like always constantly go. So I definitely like understand when you say like you kind of miss the drama of it all. But that's why I've like fully invested myself in like reality TV and like podcasts and like other things like that because I'm like I don't necessarily want to like have drama in my life but like I want to be a part of someone else's drama so yeah I want to hear (laughs) yeah like I I kind of feel like the grandma that's like oh come over and tell your stories to me and I'll be like back in my day like that's literally like the vibe I give off and like that's the hardest part about like living in Oregon and like not really knowing anyone I'm just like fuck like it would be so nice to have friends to just like go get a coffee with that like maybe they're not necessarily like at the same part like in life like they're in their like single phase still so I'm just like tell me all about yeah, it give me the details. <laughs> yeah like I want to hear what's going on in your life and that's why like I'm definitely like the person that I'll always listen to people's stories or like if they need to vent I'm like yeah like come over like I have nothing going on in my life yeah. like I I'm in a good relationship I don't really have- right it's like the stability is great but sometimes it's a little boring you're just like what else is going on in the world <laughs> well and I feel like that's when like fights happen like right. when you're like, like what I'm a little bored <laughs> yeah and then it's like you just get mad at your boyfriend for no reason and they're like why are you fighting with me it's like I don't know I need a little drama yeah, in life. <laughs> the drama I need a little spice that's really what it is because you're right it's like I don't yes drama like I don't want bad shit happening but at the same time I just want like something, something to talk about, something to keep you on your toes. <laughs> exactly. Like I don't want to necessarily be like the center of the drama, but I kind of want to like care about it. <laughs> right. So it does It does make it a little bit harder if you don't have friends who have drama because at least then you can vicariously live through them. But yeah, I think, well, I know we've talked a lot about friendships and I think that that's definitely a shift that takes place in your life like we've talked about we had this phase of our lives that was full of drama and just like being very involved with your friends to now 
being at a point where I don't know we can talk a little bit more everyone has like their-, their own life now so it's yeah. like different and people spread out and you're just like settled into these relationships so I think it's good for us to go back down memory lane as we do every week talk about kind of how you make friends leading up until your early to mid 20s and then what it's like making friends now um, as an adult because I think that there's some challenges but it's doable it's just figuring out the right path to take so going back in time I think we can start with how you made friends growing up yeah I feel like it's so interesting to think about because your parents have you they're like okay we're having a kid (laughs) And they have like, yeah, they have like their group of friends. And like, I feel like every parent's idea is like, okay, well, like my kids are going to be best friends with my best friend's kids. And then like, they kind of build their own communities, you know? And then so like, you have these friends that are like built in friends right when you're born. But I always feel like... Uh, My parents were young. None of their friends had kids. So... (laughs) Okay. Well, yeah, that's true. But didn't you have like neighbor friends and things like that? Yeah, I don't... That's the caveat. Your neighbors. Yeah. And when you move into like suburb areas, like that's where you kind of like you'll build those like foundation friends for going into school and things like that if there's people around your age. So I feel like it's like it's so nice because you're kind of just like giving people off the bat just based off like where you live and things like that. You like you don't have to try. You're like, oh, these are my friends. Mm -hmm. And then like you realize like as you go through grade school, you're like, we were friends in the beginning, but you start to like develop your own personality in a way. And you're like, Oh, like there's things that like, I don't necessarily like, like I was a part of like the mean girl, like click when I was younger elementary school. And it was actually really hard on me because I was known for being like the mean girl. And like, everyone wanted to be in our like little click, but like low key deep down, like I didn't want to be a mean girl. Like I just, I didn't even want to be in the click. I was like, this is not fun. Yeah. You were like, yeah, being in the mean girl crowd was really hard on me. (laughs) No, it was because Okay, because I, (laughs) because I was like, everyone knew me to be like in this clique where it was like, oh, you have to do this to be friends with us. But like low key, I didn't even want to do any of that stuff. And I didn't want to like, you know, like I just wanted to be friends with everyone. And I didn't, it was very like, you have to be best friends with me or else you're not friends with anyone and it was like what the fuck like this is bullshit so like I've always kind of struggled with like making friends because of that because I already had like these guidelines of like no you can't be friends with her because you're friends with me whole aspect growing up so I was already awkward making friends and like that just kind of escalated into high school where that's why I knew like I had to join a sport if I was going to make friends. <laughs> like there's no other option. Like I need to like get into my own clique to like find friends or else I'm just not going to have any friends in high school. <laughs> right. What was it like for you? Well, <laughs> Well, it's okay. I mean, I felt like that was encompassing for pretty much just everybody. Um, But yeah, no, I so my parents were super young when they had me. So of course, I 
they didn't have friends who had kids. Um, so all my friends were like neighborhood kids. And then I went to school. I don't know. I was like pretty good at making friends in elementary school, but I just feel like in elementary school, it's so easy because everybody's just like, hey, do you like roly polies? <laughs> Me too. Let's be besties. And then you just do. And then you like one day just don't talk to them ever again. And that's like that. <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing more to it. And then I think in high school, okay, so a lot of my friendships, it's funny because I went to a private school at the end of elementary school, so it, like, separated me from my public school friends, and then when I went to middle school, I went back to public school, and most of the private school kids stayed in private school, so I think the private school kids who did end up going to the public middle school, we all kind of stayed a little bit close, at least in the beginning, because it was like, oh, shit, like, who are these people, you know? (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) they were like aliens to us and then once we got comfortable I think I just you just made friends like for the with the people sitting next to you so I became best friends um with with uh a girl who she just like kept smiling at me and we had like homeroom classes in in middle school so you had like three classes with the same exact people yeah and so like I just became friends with people in that class and that girl just like kept smiling at me and I was like, God, this is weird. And then she came up and talked to me. I was like, why are you smiling at me so much? And then we were just like best friends. So still kind of weird, like elementary school, but I think it lasted a little bit longer because at least by that point, you have things in common. And then those friendships for me carried into high school, but then I made other friends through like cheer and track and field. And then I had to make other friends after I got in a relationship and that was primarily like through the relationship and that was just because like another friendship ended. So long story short, I think it's always about like who's in close proximity primarily when you're growing up, like who's just around you and like, can you laugh about the same thing? Great. You're best friends. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Same with like the classes. I feel like it's just easiest. Like whoever you're sat next to the first day or like if you had assigned seating, it was like, all right, we're in this together. Like let's just get through this year. And then you just like end up talking shit on everyone else in the class, like with your classmate or your buddy. But then I feel like that's what's hard is like in high school is like I was friends with a lot of people from different cliques. But, like, Mm -hmm. none of those people fucked with each other. So it was, like, oh, like, this is my friend from this thing. And then, like, my other friend from this class is, like, oh, but I don't hang out with that group of people. And then it was, like, okay. So, like, trying to actually, like, hang out in a group, like, wasn't necessarily a thing unless it was, like, a cheer group. And even the cheer group, like, you're friends with, like, all these different girls that are, like, oh, I don't like that girl because of this or whatever. And it was just, like, I feel like it was, like, very catty, like, constantly. It was, like. Yeah, at times. But you're going to, I feel like you're going to have that with a bunch of girls no matter what. Yeah, it was just, like, a lot of drama. And then, like, there's no, like, boundaries in high school. I feel like you're just, like, running amok, doing whatever the fuck you want. And it's just, like, you're. Running amok? Are you 90? (laughs) I'm running amok. I'm literally a grandma. But no, like, seriously, (laughs) you're just like, everyone's kind of like running wild in high school, figuring themselves out. (laughs) Can you stop laughing? (laughs) Okay, but you know what I think is really interesting? And I don't know if you had the same experience besides with me, but like, I so like there were people I knew in high school, but wasn't like I didn't hang out with them very often. And then 
later in life. So like in when we were in San Diego a lot, remember so like for example, Nick. Oh yeah. He, like kinda dated my sister, but like we didn't we weren't like real good friends in high school. We just like knew each other. But because we both lived in San Diego, we reconnected and then we became like really good friends. Like now I keep in touch with him. So it's like it's interesting that like it became about proximity, but like secondhand, if that makes sense. It was just like, hey, we went to the same school, so <laughs> Yeah, like, hey, I remember you. Mm-hmm. What's up? Let's be friends. Yeah. No, that was kind of how like it was with like my best guy friend, mm-hmm. like AIM or AOL like relationships where you're like, like <laughs> just stupid shit. And then going into high school, it was uh, like whatever, like, doing his own thing. I'm doing my own thing. And then literally like he went off to college, didn't talk to him for years. And then like one day we were in the same area. He moved to Fullerton and was like, hey, do you want to like get food? And then ever since then, it's like we've been attached at the hip. Yeah. See, and I love that. Like the reconnecting. Yeah. And it's so yeah, it's interesting because he's literally my longest friend. Like, he's the only friend I have left from when I was, like, younger. And I'm like, that is so weird to think about. Like, right. that you would- exactly. You're like, why did this person stick? That's how, yeah, that's how I feel about Nick. I'm like, I'll go visit him in Brazil. But, like, I didn't even barely talk to him in high school. It's just so funny. <laughs> but real quick, you said um, AIM. And I think that's so funny because one thing that makes me feel so fucking old is, so we have Slack at work. You probably have Microsoft Teams or something. Yeah, Um, I'm like, I don't know what that is. You don't have anything? No, I have Teams. I have Teams. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So Slack is like Teams. It's just like the better version of Teams. Um, And it's so funny because I have this coworker. She's probably like, I don't know, early 20s. I don't know how old she is. But it's so funny because I cannot for the life of me get aim or I am out of my head. So I'll be like, oh, can you just IM me or can you aim me? Like, can you just send me? And I keep forgetting that that is aging me. People that are in their early 20s have no fucking idea what it means to IM somebody. Like, they know DM, but not IM. And so I'm like out here like, oh, can you IM me? I feel so old, dude. So old. Okay, but isn't it funny? Because I feel like when we you were in our younger 20s like yeah you would hear someone say like oh I'm 30 and you're like whoa like you're up there you know like you would just like oh, okay you're way older than me but like when girls would talk like I feel like I knew what they were saying or what they were talking about mm-hmm. but like my sorority sisters that I'm still close with like I was talking about Blink-182 and they're only like 24 I think mm-hmm. or they're turning 25 this year and they didn't know Blink-182. Okay, that's insane. They were like, what? And I was like, Blink-182. Like, everyone listens to that. And like, oh they, they didn't understand the reference. Yes. <laughs> they, like, didn't understand the reference, like, nobody likes you when you're 23. And I was just like, wow. Wasted. Like, we're both in our Wasted 20s. We should be on the same page. Exactly. <laughs> like, we're still in the same decades. For the record, like... Me and this coworker and you and those girls, we're all still in our 20s, quotation marks. Right. So, like, we should still be able to understand each other. <laughs> it happens I so know. fast. I know. It really does. And it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> but t- speaking of coworkers, I mean, as we get older, so like when we were in our early 20s, like I said, I know we reconnected with some people from high school. So like those people stayed in our lives. It's usually based on, again, proximity. 
honestly, just being around people, I think, helps. Because I know a lot of the people I hung out with in San Diego were my coworkers at Geico. Because we were all around the same age. Like, we all did a lot of the same stuff. So, like, it was just easy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like you don't really have to put much effort into it. Like, I feel like that's kind of how it is. Like, when you get out of high school, you go to college, and then it's like – see, I got the vibe at, like, community college. Like, everyone's there doing their own shit. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't really fuck with people unless you're, again, like, in a sport or, like, you – went to the high school that's like right by that college because then I feel like they all know each other if they just transfer over to community college so it's definitely still like clicky in that way so I didn't really like make that many friends in community college unless I had to do like projects with girls or things like that and then like going into like Cal State Fullerton it was very like clicky in the sense of like okay sports sororities things like that and it's just like if you're not really like into things at school like activities or like groups or clubs or anything like that it's like hard to make friends especially because I feel like I transferred and I was like 20 I was 22 I'm pretty sure when I transferred And then I graduated when I was, like, 26 or 24. I don't really know. But, like, (laughs) I was older than most people going to college. Like, because most people were, like, 18 or 19 transferring over right out of high school. So it was, like, I even felt old, even though I was still super young, in my college experience. So it's like, I already like didn't relate to these people because they all had fake IDs. And like, they're like, Oh, we, we can't go to the bars because my ID got taken and they know I'm under 21. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I've been drinking for four years. Like it was just like, yeah, it was so hard anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Like it was so hard to like make friends that weren't already like friends from high school, if that makes sense. Like I kind of had to like rekindle and then I would, make friends with coworkers, but again like I feel like a lot of those people like it's very seasonal mm-hmm. and like yeah you may find some lifers like I have found lifetime friends from like jobs but a lot of them are just seasonal because you're in this phase of your life and they understand what you're going through because you have like the same type of work you're both going to school or like something like that that brings you together but then like once you both like leave that job it's almost like you just kind of like disconnect with them and then like make new friends at your new job you know like oh my gosh it's not like that lifetime friendship so my best performing tiktok (laughs) you're a tiktok but oh yeah i so i like right after covid got on tiktok and i i seriously haven't made a video in probably like two years but one of my videos was just about this it was like to this i don't know popular tiktok sound but it was basically like you and a coworker who have gotten close and like you agree, like you're going to stay in touch. You're going to be besties forever. We're going to call each other three times a week. And then like, as soon as you leave, it's like, nah, we're never going to talk again. And it's, it's sad because you yes. do really like them. But at the same time, I don't know, life just gets the best of you. And you're like, oh, well, sorry. <laughs> Right. And I feel like when you're in your like younger 20s, it's like on to the next, Mm -hmm. like in every situation, friendships, relationships, like everything, you're just kind of like moving through the motions and you're just like trying to figure yourself out. So you're not even really focused on like building 
those friendships to last. Right. Like, I don't think you invest the energy. I don't think you truly know in your early 20s that, like, a true friendship, like, you have to, like, actually put in extra effort for. Says me, who, like, doesn't text back, but... But um, I will say, too, so I, I think it gets a little bit different, like, the older you get. But the other hard piece, too, is, like, sometimes there are friendships you don't need to maintain and you do feel like you're supposed to just because there's, like, a history there or, like, they live near you or blah, blah, blah. And I think that's a really difficult part of adult friendships and just aging throughout your 20s because it took me a really long time. I'm somebody who like, yeah, I'm low maintenance as a friend, but like if I consider you a friend, I consider you my friend for life unless there's something that like really goes wrong. And it takes a lot for me to feel like something really goes wrong. Um, But I think the older I get, the more I'm realizing like sometimes it's okay to just like cut people out and end a friendship have you had a friendship breakup in your 20s so yeah and it, it's actually crazy like that you said that because it's just <laughs> friendship breakups are just not something that like I do well with like I'm definitely one of those people that just like kind of ghost people or like you just kind of like fade out of their life like you're like hey but at the end of the day like there is not one person that I haven't been friends with at one point in my life that like if they called me up whether it's from my childhood or now if they called me up today and said, I need this, or like, I need to talk to you, like, I wouldn't be there for them. So it's like, regardless of like anything that's happened in my past friendships with people, like at the end of the day, there's no one I hate, there's no one I like resent or anything like that, no matter what they've done to me in the past, like, I will always be there for people if they need me. And I think like, that's been like a really hard part to realize, like when you're that kind of friend because there's a lot of people that faded out of my life that I was like oh like I thought they were kind of like be in my life but like they needed more of a friend than I could give because I'm not one of those people that will like really reach out like I'm like I have my own life you have your own life like when our paths randomly cross we can like get lunch and catch up even if we haven't seen each other in five years whereas like some people aren't necessarily like that. Like they need the constant like validation that you're their friend. And so a lot of my friendships have just kind of like ended because of that. But I did have one friend when I was transitioning into high school, I like had to end. She was maturing a lot faster than I was. So like things that she was doing in middle school, I was like nowhere near like having boyfriends and like going out and like trying alcohol and things like that. And I was just like whoa like (laughs) we're a little kid still like what is going on I literally remember I had to like call her and straight up tell her yeah so like we're going into high school and like I don't want to be your friend anymore like I I don't want you in my life I have other friends now and like life is so much better without you and like she was fucking pissed and you know what's awkward about that I assume that I'm going into high school. I'm never going to see this chick again. You know, like, I'm not going to have any classes with her. Like, it's going to be good. No, my sophomore year, I walk into my chem class and there she is. And it was like, hey, remember like that time (laughs) I said I didn't want to be a friend? I was like, well, I don't know anyone in this class. So, like, do you want to be friends? (laughs) And like, 
we're in a better stage where it's like there's no resentment or anything like that but like that was one of the hardest things I had to do because I was just like the last thing you want to do is like straight up tell someone you don't want to be friends with them (laughs) no (laughs) you know and you're like I don't want to go through this so that's why I've kind of always ghosted people and I just kind of stopped talking to people because I'm just like "Mm, like I'd rather just not have the confrontation it's not that I don't like you or like but like you're just not my vibe anymore you know yeah and I don't know that I think there's anything wrong with ghosting because okay I guess I don't know because at the end of the day you're either like cutting someone off and telling them you're cutting them off and then maybe they're like wow that was harsh or you ghost them and they're like wow they didn't even have the audacity to like tell me that they didn't want to be my friend or they're like wow this person's a shitty person and they didn't invest the energy which I think honestly the third option's the best because then hey they can be like wow good riddance like this person sucked but at the same time I just think that as you get older I think that it's for me at least when I'm ghosting someone I it's hard for me to like really cut off contact and it becomes like this slow long process and if it's somebody that's really draining you I think that can be really bad um but are you there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, your I'm just gone, being so a good friend. Oh. Video's gone, so I was like just talking to the depths of nothing. But anyways, um, but what I will say is so one hard part for me in my 20s. So my college doormate, we were, we became really close. And it's funny because I think we're very, very different people, but we got really close just throughout the years and then like she was somebody I considered to be like one of my bridesmaids like I thought we were going to be friends for life and then one time she came to visit me in San Diego she got mad because Mason who was my boyfriend at the time didn't want to drive us to a brewery and basically that situation somehow escalated and literally by the next day yeah seriously like it was such a dumb thing and by the next day wait was she like single at this time like was she still like in her party phase or anything like that like she was never a partier um oh yeah that's interesting I, I truly think there had to have been something else to it but I don't know what it was but basically what happened is um when we when he didn't give us a ride, she told one of our other friends that she felt like she needed to talk to me. But prior to this instance over the weekend, she was telling me how great of a guy Mason was and how how she doesn't understand how I find such good guides, blah, blah, blah. So, like, it was just truly one instance that rubbed her the wrong way. Um, and so, anyways, like I said, it escalated. She called me a coward and, like, all this stuff. And then, I'm not kidding, like, it was really, I'm not even exaggerating, it was so minuscule, and, like, the fact that it blew up blew my mind, so I just stopped responding to her, because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna say some shit I don't mean, I just stopped texting her back. She took that and ran with it, so she blocked me on all social media media by the next day, so she had just came and visited me in San Diego, and then blocked me on everything the next day. Oh my god. And literally never talked ever again. That's yeah, crazy. And it's funny because when I look back on that, I'm actually really glad it happened because like I said, if something that small is what makes or breaks our friendship, we weren't as good friends as I thought we were. Right. But also like that clean cut, thank God. Cause like 
if that would have dragged on just to only result in what it was now and that friendship was going to end no matter what, I'm glad it was kind of a clean break. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's hard because I think there are instances where you do just have to like cut somebody out and it's hard because especially when you're people like us, like you want to maintain a friendship just because like you feel like people should be in your life forever. But at the same time, if they're not truly there for you, what's yeah, the Yeah, like, now that you just told that story, it actually reminded me, like, I did have a falling out with a friend in my 20s. Yeah, no, it was definitely, like, an eye-opening situation where it was, like, okay, like, if you are so easily going to cut me out because I moved to a different state, then, like, you obviously are not the friend mm-hmm. that I thought you were. And, again, like, I don't hold anything against her. And it was such a different time. Like, that was – three years ago and it's just like I don't know I just don't hold grudges anymore or anything like that I'm like whatever like you were just a friend for a season and that's it like you weren't meant to be in my life forever and I enjoyed the time that we had and it was so much fun and like yeah do I wish we were still friends of course but it probably worked out better that we're not friends (laughs) like Right. And I think that's what we, I know we talked about this a little bit before the podcast, but like, I think that was our learning experience from all of our 20s is you either have friends for a reason, a season and a lifetime. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to if there are friends that are draining your energy every time you hang out with them or who aren't there for you when you're there for them or who aren't there for you in difficult times or who you just don't really feel like you are connecting with like it's okay to not force a friendship it's okay to be like you know what don't think this is working and yeah it's probably going to be painful especially if you rip off a band-aid and like have a conversation about it but at the same time if you just have that quick conversation and get it over with like my cancer conversation (laughs) with Sean I think that it just will it will just make it so much easier and you're just preventing a lot of pain and hardship that would have been like long lasting. So I wouldn't go the cancer route, but I would just say make it quick if you know that that person's just not for you. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's just good to like set boundaries and learn that like it is okay to not be friends with someone forever. Because I feel like we always like go into a friendship where we're like oh my god how are we gonna make this work like this person's really annoying me or like they're just they're changing and it's not really someone I want to hang out with anymore and it's like but you don't have to keep those people in your life but again like I feel like you should never hold resentment against those people because at one point in your life like you did want them in your life and if you just don't want them in your life anymore and it changes like that's okay but just still enjoy the time that you had with them right yeah I think there's always a reason there may be a season there may be a lifetime but there's always a reason oh yeah (laughs) um but I think that's a good segue into kind of our advice this week because Moving forward for our advice, we want to have a little tired talk with you guys. We want to give you advice on things that you want advice on, but obviously without any submissions yet, we can only give you advice on the things we think you want (laughs) advice on. And that is making friendships in your late 20s. Um, I know we've also talked about this outside of the podcast, but Riley has shared... um, 
You said it at the beginning of this episode. You haven't really been making friends in Oregon. <laughs> I'm lonely. <laughs> I tried to say it so well. And I just didn't. Um, Riley's a loner. She doesn't have friends. I have no friends. It's fucking hard when you're in your late 20s and you don't party anymore. I feel no, like partying is the best segue to meet people. But then again, it's like those people that may not be lifers and it's like i'm just looking for a couple lifers out here those are like seasons yeah it's a quick season but i actually have been pretty decent at continuing to make friends i think it's because i've moved so much and i have been doing so much so i'll give our advice this week oh um (laughs) you're welcome what would you guys do without me um (laughs) So I think that one thing that becomes hard in your later 20s is you think that like it's impossible to make friends. But realistically, I think a lot of us are out here thinking it's impossible to make friends and not knowing where to start. So I think step one is being the person who's willing to put yourself out there. Like, yeah, <laughs> I am very big on like if you're at a bar or like, for example, when you overheard that wedding conversation, I don't know what the full conversation was. So maybe that wasn't a good conversation <laughs> to butt in on. But like if you hear something like if somebody's asking for advice or like they have a like a story and you overhear it, like chime in, give your input. You never know what a conversation's going to pan out to be in the long run. So I think being able to put yourself out there is definitely um, one way to make friends. But the other piece is just like Googling shit. Google is my best friend and you can find so many events. So like, for example, when me and Mason moved here to Charlotte, um, I just like Googled um, like different athletic or rec leagues. And so there was like kickball leagues, volleyball leagues. So like, me and Mason joined a volleyball league. We made friends that way. Um, I also, like, on Facebook or Instagram, you can find different groups. So, like, we have a Charlotte Girls Who Walk, which I've never gone to, but I know it's there. Um, if you ever need it. Charlotte Girls Who Brunch. <laughs> on Facebook, there's Charlotte Girls Who Brunch, and I actually have met people there who then have existing friends and you just like build this network out just by putting yourself out there and finding these groups so I think it's just about like putting in a little bit of extra attention and like knowing that everybody in our age group is usually in the same boat and there's going to be somebody out there who also wants friends who you can vibe with so that would be my advice and then bubble bff I know you mentioned that one earlier yeah now that I've actually made a lasting friend from bubble bff (laughs) bumble bff is so hard though because it's very like I wish you could just literally enter in exactly what you want out of a friend because there are so many people on the app that I'm like you know we will not vibe all the people that I'm like no I have this like preconceived notion of them are probably the people I'll get along with best, but I can't get past that like first initial judgment. And it's so annoying. That's why I'd rather like meet friends organically, like in the wild (laughs) than um, on an app or something like that. (laughs) In the wild. (laughs) Running the muck around the city. But yeah, it's just like, it's so hard to like not, judge people almost based off of the information they give you and I that's my hardest part is like I don't want to put myself out there because I'm like uh, I feel like this is a situation I won't like so I'm just not gonna do it <laughs> it's like it's hard and it's awkward at first 
I mean, like, same with Bumble BFF. Like, when you go on BFF dates, it's weird because it's, like, truly, like, dating. But it it's is. with a friend and you're just, like, trying to get to the bottom of, like, who the fuck are you so I know if we should be friends. But you know what's so funny about that is, like, exactly. think about your coworker friendships or even your friendships from school or just, like, those close proximity friendships we talked about earlier. Most of those friendships, you didn't just, like, instantly vibe. You know what I mean? Like, you grew a relationship. But I feel like we live in this environment that's all about, like, instantaneousness. And so we're like, oh, we met up with one Bumble BFF person and we just, like, didn't love them. So we're like, oh, that's not my best friend. So I'm not going to talk to them again. Like, So I think, like, making sure you, like, giving yourself some time is also important. Yeah, and I have so many stories that I can tell you about dates I've gone on or Bumble BFF, but they were in Colorado. And, like, there's so many people that I would give, like, third and fourth chances to. And then I was just like, oh, my God. Like, how did I end up in this situation? Like, I need to get myself out. And this is not okay. (laughs) Like, I'm too old for this shit. And it's just, like... I feel like I've gone through so many of those scenarios where I've met like strangers that way. And I'm just like, I I can't do this anymore. I'm too old for this. I'm too tired. Yeah, too tired. That's the thing. We're just too tired. Well, I know we like to wrap up each episode with travel recommendations. I know this episode we didn't talk about mostly anywhere except for San Diego. And that was even brief. So I think we have a few more San Diego travel wrecks. So, (laughs) yeah, we can go into like the places that we like to go with our friends. Just so if you guys want to go out like for brunch, there's a really good place in PB, which is called Crush. It's Crushed, like Edie. Crushed, Crushed, yeah. Oh my God, that place is amazing. They have the best food and they have like mimosa flights flights yeah and they're different flavors and they like spice them up yeah not like with literal spice well some of them maybe but just different flavors (laughs) yeah it's definitely a fun place to go with your friends um especially when you're hungover and then we went to ballast point it's a brewery downtown san diego which is so much fun it's definitely a place where you can go meet like large groups of people I feel like me and you, like, anytime we go out together, it's really easy for us to, like, make friends. Oh, yeah. We're making friends with a guy dressed in a bunny costume. Yeah. DJ. And then what other wrecks did we have? Oh, our other one we wanted to share is, so Stone Brewing, there's a couple of locations, but my favorite is actually the one in Escondido because there's gardens. It's super pretty. It's huge. Um, So I'd recommend there. And I know they do tours like throughout the day, which is kind of cool. And then the other place is if you want coffee, there's a ton of really cool local shops. Oh my gosh, like Claremont Coffee in Claremont, San Diego. Oh, so good. But um, I also recommend Better Buzz Coffee only because I really like the name and then they have good coffee. It's win-win all around. (laughs) Yeah, those are a wreck for this week's episode. Incredible, incredible wrap up. So with that, we will um, go ahead and let you guys go for today because I I think that we're a little bit too tired to make any sense out of the rest of the episode. So with that, (laughs) next week, we will bring you some more of our tired scale, some more memories, some more topics. So we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Bye.